Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, joins me. Uh, Joe Biden saying that um, the US and Europe, uh, obviously that includes the UK, um, even though we're no longer in the EU, um, are absolutely in lockstep over Ukraine. Total unanimity was the phrase that he used last night, Sheila, after that almost 90-minute secure video conference call uh, with the Prime Minister, the French President Emmanuel Macron, the German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, uh, Ursula von der Leyen from the European Commission and a host of other European leaders. Uh, But when he said there was total unanimity, uh, it it wasn't exactly clear uh, what they were unanimous about beyond being opposed to the idea uh, of of launching an invasion by the Russians uh, on Ukraine because it is evident that there are divisions behind the scenes over the scope and scale of the crippling economic sanctions that both uh, the President and the Prime Minister insist will be unleashed against the Russians if their forces do pierce the Ukrainian frontier. We know uh, that the Americans are behind the scenes uh, fighting to shore up uh, support particularly from the the German government, which has pushed back uh, against this idea of removing Russia from access to SWIFT, the interbank uh, international financial system. Uh, And of course, Germany uh, is in the forefront uh, of uh, all of this because uh, of its geographical proximity, uh, not just to Russia and Ukraine itself, but also to those all important Russian gas supplies that keep German houses warm uh, through the winter. Uh, So there's a a two-prong approach being taken here by uh, President Biden. On the one hand, putting 8,500 US troops on standby to deploy to Eastern Europe, uh, signalling to the Russians that the US is absolutely determined, if necessary, to put some boots on some section of ground in Eastern Europe, though not, of course, Ukraine itself in the event that the Russians uh, invade. But also, they say here, look, diplomatic avenues aren't exhausted. The French President Emmanuel Macron will be hosting another round of crisis talks in Paris tomorrow. The Russians, the Ukrainians and the Germans will be at that. They still say at the White House a Russian invasion could come at any time. uh, And that's why they're taking these additional steps to be prepared for it. But also uh, they say they're preparing to furnish the Russians with written answers to the security demands that the Russians have made of the United States and NATO. And that could take place later this week. So still a bit of life in the diplomatic avenues, Mm. even though they haven't yet uh, given rise to to much success. And I suppose it's important that in those diplomatic avenues, there are people like German leaders, French leaders, perhaps, who aren't necessarily publicly anyway, in lockstep with the UK and America and, and other NATO countries that almost like, you know, good cop, bad cop. Yeah, well, I think that's also true. I mean, it certainly uh, allows both avenues to be presented to the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, uh, with the United States still insisting they hope he takes the path to de-escalation. They just haven't yet seen that path to de-escalation unfold in mm. front of everybody. Uh, you know, there there is concern here uh, that the Russian leader doesn't necessarily think that it's in his interests to de-escalate because these so-called crippling economic 
economic sanctions that uh, the US and Britain particularly say they're ready to unleash on Russia, well, you know, the American government has not been very successful yet in explaining why uh, these sanctions are going to constrain Vladimir Putin and put him in his box when the ones that Barack Obama, with Joe Biden alongside him as America's vice president after the uh, annexation of Crimea in 2014, uh, do not appear to have constrained Vladimir Putin. Uh, And also, the Russian leader is in a much more economically strong position now than he was seven years ago. So there are various economic analysts here saying uh, that it is not clear at all that the Russian leader necessarily thinks that he would have difficulty weathering those sanctions, especially when he knows that there are countries like the Germans out there uh, who aren't entirely on board with many of them. So, you know, I I think there's there's a very uncertain outcome here, whichever avenue you wander down. And any sense of how the um, US public are feeling about this? Well, uh, the, the, the Biden administration got a bit of good news yesterday from Congress in the form of Senator Mitch McConnell, the Republicans' leader in the Senate, who said that he welcomed uh, the moves by President Biden to put those 8,500 troops on standby. The Pentagon absolutely emphasising that they're not deploying yet. They will only deploy if NATO's rapid uh, response force is activated. Uh, I mean, publicly, you know, the Americans are not being prepared for war in a meaningful sense because... There's no suggestion that Joe Biden is going to deploy American boots on the ground in Ukraine. Uh, so the notion that uh, the public is is in any sense, I think, ready uh, for a particularly substantial military deployment by American forces has not yet been advanced by uh, the White House. Uh, you know, the American public are a long way away from Ukraine, both uh, geographically and also psychologically. They haven't heard very much about Ukraine in their media here uh, for many years now. Uh, It's not a country with which the American public feel particularly connected. And that, of course, is a problem for President Volodymyr Zelensky, who worries uh, that when the Biden administration says it stands shoulder to shoulder with the Ukrainian government, when push comes to shove, it may not necessarily mean it. Thank you uh, very much, Simon. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.